NFL free agency frenzy is upon us right now. Based on where people are starting to go, how does this affect our favorite Arizona State Sun Devils players? We also got to talk about the first day of spring practice that just went on on Tuesday afternoon for Arizona State. And then close it out with Paul Tyson. What's going on with him and his potential sleeper status? This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw. Super happy that you guys are here. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. Remember that this podcast is free and available on all platforms, which includes but is not limited to Odyssey app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also on YouTube if you would like to see my beautiful face as I sit here and talk everything Arizona State Sun Devils football, basketball, and otherwise. You can also follow me on Twitter as well, at RichieBrads36. Follow the podcast while you're there also at LO underscore Sun Devils. This edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is reshaping the way you play fantasy sports. Dozens of house-based games just to play daily. No sharks, no funky props, just your skill versus lineups you choose. Sign up today at stathero.com slash locked on. Guys, let's go ahead and hop right into it. NFL free agency frenzy is upon us. The NFL absolutely loves to do this every year. It's what they call the quote-unquote legal tampering period. It's an oxymoron in itself because tampering is illegal, but we're saying it is legal. I don't know. It's a whole thing. But essentially what's going on right now is the league new year is tomorrow, Wednesday, I think at like 4 p.m. Eastern time, something like that. And that's when all these deals can officially be made. All the trades can be officially pushed through. But in the meantime, the NFL is generating conversation because they want to be a league round sport by having this quote unquote legal tampering period where you have NFL teams that are able to bid on free agents make some splashes and bring in guys to generate excitement. This is exactly what like my team, the Baltimore Ravens were able to do. They brought in a free agent uh, safety by the name of Marcus Williams. Very, very excited about that, but that's neither here nor there. What we're here to talk about right now, very briefly is how is the free agency landscape affecting our Sun Devils draft prospects? So offensively, Let's take a look real quick. Rashad White's value, I feel like kind of fluctuating and maybe even going down a little bit because running back has been such a position that is historically, at least in recent years, the last five years or so, just not valued nearly as much as it once was. And we've seen that a lot. Teams are bringing in cheap veteran options and just going to roll with what they have in 2022 and get the bare minimum out of these guys. It's going to push a guy like Rashad White down the board because, first of all, there's not a round one running back this year. There might not even be a round two running back. I mean, it, it, it's a interesting running back class, but there's not really one guy that just blows you away and you're like, no, we got to have this guy. There's a lot of very talented guys, and Rashad White is one of them, but no one who is seemingly perceived as like this generational kind of guy. So, I feel like that's pushing Rashad White's stock a little bit down the boards. Nothing dramatic, but I don't know if he's that third round ceiling anymore. I feel like fourth round is definitely the ceiling for him, and he could even slip as far as the sixth round. But we'll see. I mean, it's a very long, very fluid process. The rest of the guys, 
I don't think the stock has changed too much. Offensive line, Donovan Weston, Kellen Deesh, they're going to continue to climb because offensive line is such a needy position in the league right now. And to the surprise of no one, we're overpaying for guys, which means we're going to overdraft guys. I think Kellen Deesh is going to be a day two lock. I think I talked about this yesterday on the podcast, but I will continue to talk about it because I do like where Deesh is heading right now. As far as Donovan West goes, center is a position that is seemingly wide open as well. There are very few elite centers in the league. And with West perhaps being the second best center in this draft class, that bodes very well for him. Tight end is another really weak position. Curtis Hodges' stock is trending upwards because the NFL definitely has an interest in someone with his athletic build. But free agency hasn't truly affected him. Defensive side of the ball. DJ Davidson has to be very happy with what he's seeing right now. There's a lot of openings on the defensive line throughout the league, and teams are constantly looking for the next Aaron Donald. Now, preface this, that's not DJ Davidson, but it's okay because there, there's only one Aaron Donald, just like there's only one DJ Davidson. So it will be very interesting to see how, how his stock ends up going up and down throughout this process as well. I think that his stock is definitely trending more up than it is down because of the need for defensive linemen. And we're seeing that in the NFL right now. And it's a very depleted position. There's very, very few quality guys, let alone elite guys. And it helps that this draft class really doesn't have any dominant defensive linemen, which is where I think DJ Davidson could capitalize and catapult himself into the top of day three. Tyler Johnson's stock is really weird. I don't know where he fits at the next level, but if he does end up finding himself on the defensive line, even in like a poor three defense, he definitely has to be happy with what he's seeing right now in NFL free agency as well. For Darian Butler, linebacker is one of those positions where there's a lot of guys getting paid right now. There is definitely a premium for good linebackers, and Darian but Butler is a good linebacker. So I think his stock is starting to trend up a little bit as well. I'm very intrigued to see what his ceiling is because I think he could be as high as a fourth round pick, but I don't know if NFL teams feel the same way. I don't know if NFL teams think he's even draftable, but whatever it is, I would be shocked if he's not on a roster come the start of the 2022 season because linebacker is so needed across all NFL teams. And I do think that he is more than talented enough to stick around and, they're handing out these contracts like it's candy right now. Jacksonville just handed out a ton of money to a kid who played at Yale. I can't remember his name. You guys all have to forgive me for that. There's all sorts of money that's being handed out to linebackers right now. And I think that Darian Butler is more than good enough to get himself into conversation for stashing away and perhaps starting at some point. For the secondary, there's always a need for defensive backs. But a lot of defensive backs haven't been signed yet. Tyron Matthew, one of the biggest names on the NFL free agency market and someone that Arizona fans are intimately familiar with, remains unsigned as of this podcast coming out on Tuesday evening. So it'll be very interesting to see where he ends up going. There's a lot of corners that are unsigned as well. A Casey Hayward, a Patrick Peterson, a Janoris Jenkins, a Stephon Gilmore. These are a lot of guys who remain unsigned through free agency so far. And it makes me wonder what's going to happen with Chase Lucas and Jack Jones. Because I expect some of these guys to actually last a little while on the free agency market, it makes me wonder whether or not it's going to cause Lucas and Jack Jones to slip. I personally feel like it shouldn't 
because you need just like an infinite amount of guys who are able to cover receivers in such a spread out offensive league that we're in right now. But I mean, this is why I don't run an NFL team is I don't know what's going on, but as of right now, it feels like their stock might be going down because I just don't understand the market. Even younger guys like an Anthony Averett is just not signed right now. So I'm very, I'm very perplexed by what's going on. I'm confused. So we'll see. But in the meantime, I, I feel like it's hard to definitively say that Jones and Lucas's value is going down because of the perceived like non-valuing of the NFL with their current defensive backs. But hey, maybe they just want younger guys and that's why. So let's go ahead and wrap up that first part of the podcast. When we return for the second half here, we're going to go ahead and talk about string, uh, uh, spring camp and everything that's going on after the first day of practices. This is the Locked on Sun Levels podcast. Man, I love March Madness and those brackets, but I can't remember the last time I actually went deep and won any money. I'm hedging my bets this year with Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'em Contest. Stat Heroes NCAA Pick'ems pits the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from all those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage. Start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, and funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery about who or what you're going up against. In addition to their pick'em games, they also have dozens of lineups you can comb through to take on head-to-head. They simply post sets of players for you to take on with a set of players you can choose. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fix. This simple, sleek gameplay will have you playing in minutes. This is what Daily Fantasy was meant to be. So check out Stat Hero now while March Madness is in full effect. All right, and thank you guys so much for making the Locked On Sun Devils podcast your first listen every single day. Go ahead and check out the Locked On Bracket Breakdown, March 14th, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you an in-depth breakdown on every single mashup. All right, guys, let's go ahead and jump into spring practice. The first day of spring practice has come and gone for Arizona State. And there's a few interesting storylines that I did not realize were going on. And I apologize for that. I guess I'm not as all-knowing as I believed I was. But the big news here, and this may not be news for some people, Merlin Robertson and Brian Thompson are back for essentially super, super senior seasons with the Arizona State Sun Devils. Looking at what was going on today, Robertson was on the field a lot next to Eric Gentry as the starting linebackers. Meanwhile, Brian Thompson was getting starting role or starting reps, excuse me, with the wide receivers, including Ricky Pearsall and Elijah Badger with Andre Johnson getting rotated in. So this is really, really good news for Arizona State to have more veteran presence because what what did we just talk about? Last year, we didn't have that veteran presence in the wide receiver court, right? The biggest guy was Ricky Pearsall. Brian Thompson was a senior, like a like a graduate senior, but he didn't really 
move the move the needle for you simply because he didn't know the system and he was brand new to the program. Well, he's got a whole year under his belt now. So perhaps this kind of changes the dynamic of what he's able to do with Arizona State now. Maybe maybe being a little more comfortable in this offense will be able to get him some more opportunities and maybe it makes things a little bit easier for whoever's throwing the football with whether that's Trent Borgay or if it's Paul Tyson, for what it's worth, Borgay was getting the majority of the first team reps on day one of practice. I really hope that Thompson can contribute something to this team in terms of a veteran presence in their wide receiving room because they desperately need it. Like Ricky Pearsall's a stud. Very, very happy he's back for his senior year, and I think he's going to be very good again. But we definitely need another guy to step up, and hopefully Thompson's that guy. Defensively, having Merlin Robertson back is really, really helpful because Connor Soley and, oh my God, Eric Gentry are very, very talented and very, very exciting. But the other guys that you were getting to come in, and now I'm totally blanking on his name, Brand new linebacker. Oh my God, I can't think of his name. He's a Mississippi State kid. It'll it'll come to me. Uh, Gross. Rodney Gross? I think it's Rodney Gross. Goodness. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and look that up while I am trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about here. It is, in fact, Rodney Gross. Okay. I should just stop questioning myself because that's what I thought the whole time. Anyways. It is really nice that Robertson's back because he's going to be one of that one of those leaders in the front seven, along with Jermaine Lole, to really help take control of what is becoming a very young front seven. This allows Eric Gentry to continue progressing into what we're hoping will be like a star linebacker role for him. But he is going to be one of the starters now. And there's a very good chance that Connor Soley is starting with those three as well to round out your 4-3 linebacker part of the defense. Jermaine Lole is coming back. That's really huge for the defense. Trevez Moore, hopefully healthy. Omar Norman Lott, BJ Green. You got all those young, talented players that you're hoping take that next step. But it's really, really nice to have Merlin Robertson there as the veteran presence for this defense so that you have those signal callers that are able to really help groom the guys like the Eric Gentrys into eventually taking over full-time for the team. So, I am excited about that. I did not realize that was the thing. And that totally made my day when I found out that he was. Meanwhile, looking at the rest of the notes here that I have provided to me from our good friend, Donnie Druin over at All Sun Devils. Make sure you check out all his content and follow him at Donnie Druin. Quote, defensive lineman Orman, Omar Norman Lott anchored a front four that saw plenty of rotation at each position. Again, not a surprise. I think there's going to be a lot of rotating pieces in that front seven because there is a lot of Potential talent there. Omar Norman Lott, I believe, is going to take a really nice step forward. I'm very, very excited for him. You had all sorts of different offensive line shuffling around. From today, left to right, you had Isaiah Glass, Ladarius Henderson, who is like the main veteran presence returning this year. Ben Scott, Spencer Lovell, another veteran presence there, and Des Holmes. As far as I know, it's going to be a very fluid group. And I don't know if we're really going to have any kind of established, not continuity, that's not the right word, but established core of guys heading into like week two of 2022, which is when you're going to need them the most, because that's when you got to go to Stillwater to play the Oklahoma State Cowboys. 
in the meantime, you're really hoping that you can get some kind of groove going on with these guys yet to be seen. Meanwhile, to Marcus Davis and Chris Edmonds, Mandy outside corner rolls with Kawan Markham and Elijah Gamage had the safety duties. That'll be interesting to watch as we did bring in quite a handful of guys to really compete for all of the spots throughout the secondary. Chris Edmonds was one of those transfers that's coming in. It's not a surprise that he's getting back there. There are a few other guys who are coming in as well that I will be intrigued and paying close attention to to see what's going on with them. Not a surprise to anyone about uh, Merlin Robertson taking his starting role now that we know he is back. In the meantime, we'll just have to keep a close eye out for everything that's going on. Make sure that you're following my good friend Donnie Druin, though. He is going to give you all the best up-to-date information and all that good stuff. And also check back here with me because obviously I'll be recapping it for you. That's everything I know about spring practice as of day one. So let's go ahead and hop into our third and final break. When we return, we are going to be talking about Paul Tyson and this interesting article that he was linked into very recently by Bleacher Report. This is the Locked on Sun Levels podcast. March Madness is coming up in just a few short days. That means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to make your bracket. Are you going with the usual or are you going with the best? We've done our research and we've decided that we're going to go with Run Your Pool. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor and Pickaxe, both really fun in their own ways. They have options to edit scoring and they offer more intel to make your picks. All stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. If you got a business, Run Your Pool can help take some of that madness magic and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support, custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe Run Your Pool because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves, and there's no truer test than that. If you want a chance to play against us for a shot of the cash prize, up to $1,800, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on. And while you're there, create your own pool for your family and friends. Enter Pure Madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize up to $1,800. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. For all the latest odds, contests, player props, and more, betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends and action going on right now. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, boys and girls and everybody else who's watching. Let's go ahead and hop into the final segment here. Paul Tyson very recently highlighted in a Bleacher Report article as being a, quote, sleeper quarterback. Interesting. Very, very interesting. And they talked about in this article, it's on Bleacher Report if you want to go and check it out for yourself. They highlight Paul Tyson as a guy that a lot of people have probably forgotten about because he was the backup at Alabama. He was behind Mac Jones and he was behind Bryce Young, and it's really hard to make any kind of noise when you're behind two Heisman candidate quarterbacks and one of them who actually won the Heisman trophy. 
very difficult to try and make a name for yourself there. So naturally he transfers and it doesn't help. He's also in the shadow of his, of his great grandfather, the great Paul or not Paul, excuse me, Bear Bryant, like arguably the greatest head coach in college football history. One of the greatest sports coaches of all time. There's a lot of, there, there's a lot of hype and status that Paul Tyson has had to live up to so far in his very short college football career. So he comes to Arizona State, Jaden Daniels transfers. Now the spot is wide open for him to go and claim it and be the starting quarterback of the Arizona State Sun Devils. This is where they brought up. He could start. And by the seams of things, this article is kind of implying that he is going to be the starter. Might not be wrong. We'll we'll see with Trent Borgay. Naturally, Borgay is going to have the inside shot to be the starter because he's already been here. But neither here nor there. The point is, it's very, very interesting to me that they would bring up Paul Tyson, especially with everything that's going on at Arizona State. There's not exactly a lot of proven weapons to pass to right now. You've got like that big Messiah Swenson tight end for a red zone target, but he's also a transfer. Don't know what you're getting there. You got some continuity with the receivers coming back, but it's nothing to write home about. It's still a lot of unproven talent there. Running back is also pretty unproven. Like I am, I am a total believer of Daniel Legata. I like the upside of a Tevin of a Tevin White, and I like the idea of a Zazavian Halliday. But not, nothing on this offense is guaranteed right now. So I don't know how comfortable I am with saying that Paul Tyson is going to come out and rock the world and remind everybody who he is and why we should have been paying attention to him this whole time. I am I am a believer in the talent because he is just straight up a very good pocket passer. And I think that he could prove himself to be worthy of a starting quarterback. I'm just going to pump the brakes on saying that he's going to remind all of college football who he is. With no offense, it's not like he was a Trevor Lawrence prospect coming out and we've all completely forgotten who he is. He is he was a four-star prospect and he was recruited by Alabama. That's a big deal. So Paul Tyson is known. It's just not to this extent of like, oh man, everyone's forgotten about him. Like to me, like a DJ Ugalele at Clemson is one of those guys who's kind of a sleeper because he had such a bad year this year. And you're hoping that he rebounds. But neither here nor there. Again, we'll see with Paul Tyson. I would just absolutely be super ecstatic if that ended up being the situation where he does rebound really, really well and become this quarterback who sets college football on fire and reminds everyone who he is and how good he is. I'm here for it. I'm just not gonna, I'm not gonna freak out just yet because there is a lot of proving that Paul Tyson still needs to do. But Again, I'm here for it. I'm definitely not rooting against the kid. We'll see. I thought it was a very interesting point that they brought up. And like I said, I'm here for it. Arizona State's coaching staff is here for it. And I know that Sun Devils Nation would absolutely be here for it too. So that's going to go ahead and wrap up this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Again, thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every single day. Remember that this podcast is free and available on all platforms, which includes but is not limited to. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, the Odyssey app, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all of them. Wherever you get your podcasts, we're available in an audio platform. 
You can also check us out on YouTube as well. This is the Locked On Sun Levels podcast. If you want to look us up there, follow, like, subscribe, comment, five-star, all that good stuff. Follow me on Twitter as well, at RichieBrads36. Follow the podcast while you're on Twitter too, at LO underscore Sun Devils. And again, thank you guys so much for making Locked On Sun Devils your first listen every day. Go ahead and make your second listen, Locked On NFL Draft. As Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. Just like the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, it's free and available on all platforms. And until next time, you keep it locked right here on Locked On Sun Devils.